0: Class. This is your host fourth one joined by co-host
1: Leah Riser, I'm fantastic and work Daddy. I'm always doing well. You guys know me. Super busy. Super fun. Love life.
0: Uh, you know, I just I just imagine this cheesy smile with sunglasses as it's just <clears throat> absolutely blizzard up there in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Hawaiian shirt and all. Well,
1: you've, se- you've seen my tweet. I mean, like, it, it was a nice, warm, sunny day for most of the day, and then all of a sudden it just rained, snowed, and hailed all in the same storm for about an hour, then it got calm, then it was warm again, and then, like, maybe a few hours later, I'm going outside, and I'm like, yeah, let's see how it's doing outside. Open the door, blizzard. Close the door. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's an actual, uh, I don't know if if everyone says this. I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm so insular to what Ohio is as far as jokes. That, like, a lot of people say that, oh, it's Ohio where you can experience all the four seasons in one day. Like, that's an actual joke that yeah. I see on t shirts and stuff. And yeah, so, like, obviously, we're talking about Blood Bowl today, but I got to tell this story. We're sitting here getting ready to record here. And I'm like, what the heck just land And then I got bit by a mosquito. It's February 3rd. Like, I'm in the northern part of the U.S. It's winter. And,
2: like, <laughs> a mosquito bit me. You don't have like, the excuse I got. At least I'm in the south.
0: Right, right. It's just like, where have you been living? And why are you in my room? <laughs> like, <laughs> I promptly killed the bastard. But, I mean, come on. <laughs>
1: Hopefully it's nothing oh. like the Bo Rock. You wake, you wake one. You wake them all. And all of a sudden it just swarms of mosquitoes. It's like, oh no
0: Yeah, I don't I don't live in Georgia. I just that's I feel that's where all that comes from. Just like these clouds of gnats and mosquitoes. I I hate Georgia so much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kyle Abernathy, I know you're there, but <laughs> Whoa! I hate it. Oh, man. Um, So, anyways, we're talking about Blood Bowl today for SideQuest. Uh, SideQuest, if you're curious, is our video game book club. Hopefully, you guys played along with us. I must apologize first, though. Um, Some really weird life stuff happened, um, and I was unable to coordinate anything. So, we all just played on our own, as per the usual, but we picked up Blood Bowl specifically to try to play together. I just couldn't do it. Like, I just couldn't manage it with everything going on. So, I, I mean, I played, right? But we didn't. We weren't able to coordinate our schedules like, at all. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. Life just gets in the way.
2: It's like right. we have day jobs or something. And
0: Yeah, yeah. The, those pesky things and yeah. <laughs> um, so, Blood Bowl. Uh, Blood Bowl um, 2. Th- I wish I could tell you the developers of it. Uh, I don't remember it. Um, even though I'm looking at the PlayStation case, like, right in front of me. I don't, I don't know. Vamp for um,
2: time. Vamp for time. Quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, anyways, uh, it's... Uh, So, I'm getting my words tied. So, I wanted to play this game because I actually really like this game, and I've actually been following it uh, probably since its release, uh, off and on. Mm -hmm. And I have played it extensively on the PlayStation 4, and then they dropped a big sale over the holiday break. Uh, where this went down to like hey get all the dlc and everything which on playstation i only have the base game i don't have the extra races um everything get everything for like 30 bucks which is like a hundred and something dollar value or something like that like it's it was insanely discounted so i was like we're doing it let's do it um and of course a funny story though remember how i said i would probably put down noita
1: yeah. I didn't.
2: Nah. I kept, you kept playing I it. Kept,
0: I kept playing Noita. Shame on um, you.
2: That's impressive.
0: Um I don't I don't know why. Now I have moved on to other things at this point, but I stuck to that for a while. Like I think it was mid January when I stopped playing Noita. Wow.
1: The man is addicted.
0: I like roguelikes apparently. <laughs>
1: I thought I didn't.
0: I I I, I don't. I can't explain myself. But the game uh, just
1: kind of goes and slaps everybody in the face and is like, "Well, now you do." Big sticker just <laughs> smack right on the face. It's like I'm a fan. It's like thanks, game. <laughs> it's like no problem.
2: Yeah. Uh, as um, a, as an aside, it's Cyanide Studios that does Blood Bowl. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to type because it shows up on the audio very
2: well. And oh I, yeah, mine hmm. would really good, but I was like, I have Steam open. I can just click. You mean like this? Yeah, like that.
0: Mm. Mm. Thanks, Morgan.
2: Mm-hmm. No problem, no problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, initial thoughts of Blood Bowl 2, when you guys, so I, I, I have an extensive amount of experience with this game already. Um, I have already completed the campaign on the PS4. Um, and... I had played a little bit on the PC, not as much as I'd wanted to, but I actually did play some matches with my brother and I played some just skirmishes offline to sort of test out the team that I tried to build because I was actually trying with this team. Um, So, like, during my whole campaign run and then a a little bit of just playing around on the PlayStation 4, I was exclusively playing Orcs. Hmm. Um, And then... My second stint uh, for the podcast specifically, I was actually playing the Lizard Men. Um, there's a name for him. I can't remember. I think it, it actually
1: is I just think it's, yeah, yeah. It's just Lizard Men because yeah. that's
2: the one that I picked as well.
0: Oh yeah, Lizard Men are fun. Uh, they are. <laughs> um, so, uh, so what did you guys think when uh, we got into Blood Bowl Two? I, I know that neither of you had played it before, right? Nope. Nope. Not a bit. But you're familiar with the Warhammer universe, obviously.
2: Yeah, I know a lot more about 40k than I know about Warhammer sure. fantasy, but I'm familiar with it being a fairly standard-ish fantasy setting with, you know, certain unique trappings to it, like the Skaven and stuff like that.
0: Right, the the, the rat people. Yeah. That's another game I want to try eventually is Vermintide.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Which is about the Skaven, in case no one knows that. Um, it's like a uh, a horde mode kind of thing, game, where you're fighting off all the Skaven. Um, that's all I really know about it. I've seen the cover. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's about all I know as well. I've heard some decent things about it, but horde mode games are not hugely my cup of tea. See, there's, there's a genre that I'm not a huge fan of. Found one.
0: Okay, all right.
2: I mean, I like Halo ODST. It's one of my favorite
0: Halos. Okay, the Horde mode in Reach was pretty fun. Yeah, Um, but that's all ODST was was Horde mode. Period. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I actually I topped a leaderboard once. I'm not even kidding. My friend and I stayed up till four in the morning on a work night. Um, Like I just uh, we used to live next door in apartments, and uh, I. Yeah, we hit the top leaderboard for one of the maps, and the game was fairly new at the point um, because we actually got to, like, almost the end end, like the final waves. Um, Yeah, that was fun. (laughs) I did not have a good day at work the next day.
2: (laughs) I remember those days.
0: (laughs) Um, So, Morg, we didn't get to hear, like, what were your initial thoughts when we first talked about doing Bloodborne?
1: Honestly, like um, I Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> it said Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Oh my god, it's exactly like Dark Souls. Um, but it, anyways, um, uh, with um, Bloodborne. Oh, no, you don't want me to talk about Bloodborne. Nope. No. 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 We're not going to talk about that. Um, as far as Bloodborne is concerned, I actually had no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, um, I'm. You, don't hate me for saying this, but I'm actually not very familiar with a lot of the stuff that goes on in Warhammer, but, um, ne- neither am I. I'm only tangentially
0: familiar because a lot of places that sell D and D books also sell Warhammer figures. Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, when I was starting to get into this, um, I, for the most part, I played a lot of the, like a good, bit of the campaign and, um, mm-hmm yeah like I didn't like getting stuck with just the humans because I didn't feel like they were like that strong. I kind of wanted to be able to make my own team, but um, yeah, well, they serve the the usual
0: fantasy trope of humans. Hey, we're the most ambitious and versatile. Have fun
1: Mm-hmm. and the most generic nobody wants yeah. nobody wants to be that when they could be like a an army of centaurs or maybe you know they'd like to be lizard folk or. I don't know. Maybe some. Uh, oh, what are they called? Uh, kuotoa Yeah, but unfortunately, they're not in this game. Um, yeah, it's well, all D and D stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. want centaurs, okay? But no. Um, eh, no, actually, you know what? That probably wouldn't even be fair in face in in uh, football. There are cause... Warhammer
0: centaurs. I don't think there's any in Bloodborne. I, I don't but... think
1: it would be fair because I mean, all they would do I is feel just like, like the book run it.
2: game would be really strong.
1: Yeah, like way too strong. Like. <laughs> You'd have to set up like yeah, but they'd probably they'd probably roll really
0: bad on the injury table. Um, True, they'd probably they'd probably get like injured really easily. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that would be the only way to. I don't know if that would even be balanced, really. But um... it's like break their leg, auto kill. <laughs> I'm sorry, we got to put them down. Just.
2: But like, no, ah. I'm sorry, Jim. I was your best
1: man. Yep, that's what it has to be. <laughs> Sorry guys, we so, gotta go Dutch. Yeah. It's like, who wants a free centaur burger? You would be like, oh, e, e, e. uh, anyways, um, yeah, um, yeah. I got to about as far as like just like beating the orcs, um, and like figuring out the um the role mechanics and stuff like that, and like finding out that it was mm-hmm. more than just like you're straight up beat them up and then try and get over to the other side of the uh, uh the field to get your touchdown. It was a uh, pretty oh, cool
0: legit strategies yeah
1: yeah and like punting the ball like at the very beginning like at the opening it's um it's kind of interesting because like it, it, if you if you go outside of like the boundaries stuff like that like random stuff will happen and like it could be either detrimental to you or like the other team but like it's just too risky so you just kind of want to keep the ball in in the um wow the I, I f-
0: kickoff events so yeah <sighs>
1: I forgot
2: what it's called. Line,
0: line of scrimmage? Uh, no. We had um, those.
2: I had like the ones where fans would storm the uh, storm the pitch a couple of times and just stun everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's a thing. Um, so uh, there's one game in particular that I'm probably going to reference quite a bit tonight, and that was my brother and I's first match because mm-hmm. uh, he he was familiar with the game because I ranted and raved about it. Um, a couple of years ago when I got on ps4 um, and he actually saw me play a couple of games with the orcs um our first match I'm playing lizard men he's playing goblins uh and he he really likes the the act of chaos in in any game or magic or anything he's an agent of chaos yeah. and uh that's that's what the, ga- the the goblins are well they had the the fans go wild whatever uh, event where they storm the field and knock out a bunch of things, and it's random, right? So mm-hmm. they you roll everything in in this game is you roll a some amount of d six, and then a certain result something happens. So it, right, yeah, the, this is actually based off a tabletop game of Blood Bowl, uh, where you actually play with the the Warhammer figures, and basically you're playing um, American football, or as I like to call it, hand egg, in a turn taking style. Uh, just to sort of explain what's going on right um so the line of scrimmage or where the half line between defense and offense um defense kicks the ball to offense that's pretty standard for American football uh on the kickoff event when people get knocked out, you can just sort of like cause like mayhem well, you can grab the ball on your turn with the kickoff event, so <laughs> They stormed a the field, his whole front line goes down, and one of my little tiny lizard men was able to run directly and pick up the ball on turn one. <laughs> <laughs> this is turn my one, no. it kicked off. Yeah. Uh, that match was four and zero in my favor. <laughs> Oof. My
1: god, how did you get four points?
0: Uh I have played this a lot. Like legit hundreds of hours on the playstation and i only put maybe about 10 or 15 on the computer one Mm -hmm. anyways continue sorry morgan
1: well i was going to say yeah well the fact that you you were able to get like four points ahead of him that's just absolutely ridiculous because with a lot of the games that i've had to play i've had to carefully plot out the positioning of all my troops and like i'm going to call them troops because they're not technically actual football players. They're more like grunts that I just sacrifice in order to be able to get the ball to the other side. But, like, I'd have to carefully plot out everything and make sure that all my bases are covered, that I'm that I'm defending mm-hmm. each speci- uh, specific grouping of units, and then providing a safe line of passage for, for my runners to be able to get to the other end. Um, but, um... <laughs> I hate orcs. <laughs> I hate orcs so much. Because, like, they're so damn strong, I'd have to put, like three guys in front of, like, um... Like, maybe, like, one orc in order to be able to get good coverage, then that way he couldn't take out any uh-huh. of my units. Um... Thank God having, um... Having an ogre in there really helps. Um, but, um... Yeah, um... Yeah, yeah. The- <laughs> most of my games were, like, 30 minutes of me just thinking about what I was going to do next and, like, carefully plotting everything out to make sure that whatever was going to come my way in the future, it wasn't going to drastically affect um, the play and then, like, end up, like, turning the game over into their favor. And, oh, man, I was just too safe the whole way through. Like, I wasn't really taking many risks. Um, I mean, you could, like, go for it and then, like, risk um, a chance of like one of your um, characters like getting uh, knocked down for like a turn, but it, it oh, just no. isn't worth no, no, no.
0: it. You're 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 taking it too lightly. People can die on going for. Oh it. my yeah. god! There a, no, there is a chance. So if you go for it, especially if it's raining, which makes it harder, oh. right? So there's actual field conditions, snow, rain, that kind of yeah. stuff too. So what going for it means? Uh, so so listeners who haven't played the game know is each unit has a certain amount of squares they're allowed to move. And, and, you know, it's a tactical game You know, people who played Final Fantasy Tactics or, um, uh, why am I blanking XCOM? Yeah, I was going to say, like, or, it's a
2: lot like XCOM meets football. <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty much. Right, yeah, it's it's that kind of thing. Um, uh, yeah, so XCOM meets Hand Egg, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to drop it. I really hate to take the name football, but, uh, they have a certain amount of units like uh, of, of movement, right? And that's true of uh, the Warhammer universe in general. This is actually strictly adapted from, like, there is a Warhammer-style game of this. So you can go so far, but if you roll uh, anything but a 1, you can go two extra spaces, and you have to roll for each extra space you go. And that's called going mm-hmm. for it. Um, so it's a little bit of risk. But a little bit, right? So rolling a d6 and getting a 1 isn't terribly rare, but it isn't terribly like, it's it's a, yeah, it's a small risk. But if you fall, you do have to roll to see if you get injured, or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, if you do get injured, in quotations, you then have to roll on the injury table. And so, like, if you're rolling on the injury table, death is a possibility. So, um, when I was playing the orcs, the Tiny goblin units are your runners. I have actually had a goblin die on a going for it roll in the end zone.
1: That is just (laughs) so he just slips and he just like falls, like lands on his head, breaks his neck, and it's just like, oh well, I guess that's our runner. Bye, sorry. Right. Right. Better luck next time. And
0: and the way
1: this game works is
0: that you have a roster. You have an uh, X amount of funding when you start a team, right? You buy units, you buy perks, and this kind of stuff. And um, the the team persists, not just through your campaign, that team exists. So every time you want to play with that team, like, if someone died, they're off the roster. And your dudes level up. Like, you can get, like, a, oh, man, I'm this awesome level 4 blocker that has this and this ability, which means I'm the toughest guy in the field, and I'm going to take everyone down. And then four little dudes gank you and foul you and kill you, you've lost that dude. Like, (laughs) like it's not... uh, um, It's permadeath. It's a permadeath game, but you don't really think of it like that, because they're just pawns in your chessboard, essentially. Until you start naming them. Yeah, yeah. I've got like five (laughs) different...
1: strategy. I've got like five different kinds of Zeus's on my team. Like, they all literally look like the... the, uh, uh, the Greek god but I like just name them all like differently like a couple of them are like z- spelled like what is it like Z-O-O um, S-E and then there's another one that's actually spelled like Zeus and then there's another one that's I uh, called kinda like Zeus but not the original what was it another one uh um, Zeus um, which is just Zeus backwards Seus. or see us <laughs>
0: it's like hey Zeus what's up hey girl <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm feeling fabulous today. I think I'm gonna roll run on one, but I'll be fine.
0: So, um, so, so you played what did what race did you end up playing mostly? Morgan Leo, you said you did the lizard people also.
2: Yeah, I did the uh, human campaign and then some games with the
1: lizard men. Okay, I was lizard men all the way because I I just like lizard men. They're just cool, like big big purple man eater people. It's just. It's great. I love them, and the fact that they have like stupid amounts of strength just makes them so useful for like when they're in um in big fights, like whoo, like surprisingly powerful. So,
0: so I'm just gonna run down real quick. Actually, if you look down, I actually opened up uh, Blood Bowl. Just to, you talked about the roster. I actually named my roster, uh, which I normally don't do because I don't care. But I wanted to do this like for when we did get to play together, which hopefully we can do at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, just couldn't do it uh, for this time. But uh, I'm gonna go from the bottom up so the, the bottom like eight or six are the little dudes, the tiny runners. Um, and those are Baroth, Durambros, Kutku, Gypsorus, Nursilla, Currypeko, Rathian, and then <laughs> oh my god, and then. The big, the bigger dudes are Rithalos, Plesiath, Agnaktor, and Diablos. <laughs> and then you have the biggest dude, which is, uh, they're called Croxgore. They're the giant lizard folk people. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's Gogmazios.
1: Of course <laughs> he would be. Of course he is.
0: Yeah. So, like, I named them all after Monster Hunter stuff, and I was going to be like, No, Rithalos, don't die, and that kind of stuff. But <laughs> Stay uh, with me, when- Leggy. Stay with me. right uh when you when you play like a friendly match though which is what my my brother and i played mostly you actually don't progress it's like a one-time play your team at this level all progress is erased when you're done so you don't gain any experience to use or anything like that um but if i were to play that in a league and stuff like i could have them die and like not be on my team
1: I got a question. Um. So, like, when you build, like, your own custom team, like, outside of the uh-huh. campaign, is there actually, like, an option to be able to play against the computer with that team and then just kind of, like, buff your team? Yes. <gasps> okay. There okay, is. Okay, yep. I'm making an all-wrestler team. I'm going to have Randy Macho Man Savage. We're going to have Hollywood Hogan, The Undertaker. What
0: is... What is- what is with you and the, the Macho Man Savage? This is like this third thing this week you talked about. Macho- I can't get <laughs> enough
1: of Randy Macho Man Savage. I mean, like, you know, a cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah. Like, he's just amazing. Like, the amount of ego okay. that just flows out of that guy is just amazing. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a team that's just, like, just Hollywood celebrities. Like, I'll maybe I'll even throw directors in there. I'll just be like, J.J. Abrams. In there. Oh, like, if he dies, I'll be like, no, J.J., not J.J. But I I don't know like I can make whatever team I want so.
0: That, no, it's true. I'm just saying like we were talking about the D and D thing, and you were like, I want to make a rando macho, uh, r- Randy Macho Man sack. Oh yeah. Character a macho oh hell.
1: Man. That's cool. Oh hell, I've I've got plans for like uh, getting like the stats on like just like a basic frog for D and D, and then just like making that Kermit the Frog. I don't know what kind of a class he would be, but like.
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm Obviously thinking... a bard. Have you seen him sing?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good point.
0: I mean, Miss Piggy's a barbarian. Obviously.
1: 100%. Yeah, she rages 100%. way too much.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> She is a savage attacker. I would stand behind that woman any day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh,
0: speaking about Muppets, um, this game has some real personality. Oh, <laughs> um, my God, does it ever um especially the commentators and i don't remember their names quite quite a bit I uh
2: believe it's like bob bifford and jim jeffords or something like that yeah it is yeah, yeah it's, it's, bob it's and pretty
0: Jeff- generic yeah it's it's pretty generic like people names but one of the dudes is a vampire which is a team you can be vampires uh, on a team um uh, and vampires are a very weird team uh uh, did you guys look into all the different teams? Or I no? did.
2: Yeah, the vampires uh, seem really neat, if really finicky. And I
0: was uh, like, I'm "Yeah, of that. I'm incredibly no, shallow, they're, so they're I just went for the lizards." Um, <laughs> and then uh, I think it's Bob is the the ogre. Yeah, bo- that's right. Yeah, I
2: believe Jim is the vampire, and Bob is the ogre. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, correct. And,
0: yeah, uh, and Bob's. They've got some great like back and forth. Unfortunately, when you play enough, it's the same stuff that you hear over and over. Yeah. Um, but, but your first couple games, it's pretty fresh. Um but it's still enjoyable even when it's over and over. If you're if you're in the mood for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it's just goes, it goes one and you're out the other, you know, when you get tired of it. But um not only that, it's just like the personality of the game, it's rough, it's grumble, like not only is there you know player death and that kind of stuff but like you can bribe the ref if you ch- do something wrong and it'd be no like ways. yes
2: yeah yeah you there's
1: can- oh my god i need to get farther the- in this game
2: damn it yeah there's one match where you the opposing ref gets bribed and so you're setting everything up and then randomly you'll just have this goblin in a ref uniform run onto the field sucker punch one of your guys and disappear
0: <laughs> <laughs> dirty little bastard yeah Oh, dude. Just coming so,
2: running out with the uppercut. Just boo
0: So I talked a little bit about my brother playing goblins, right? Well, four of the units on goblins are cheater units. Have you guys run across cheater units? No.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> they are not allowed to stay on the pitch uh more than one, I don't know, Um, transition. So if you go to a halftime, they get kicked off. They get red carded.
1: Oh,
2: interesting.
0: Because one of them is wielding a chainsaw.
1: Whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 You can actually... Is wielding... Oh, yeah, no.
0: Like, they're literally called cheater units because of how strong they are. Um, There's one guy who's a bomber. He has a backpack of bombs. And he just throws, like... I'm not even kidding you. Like, like old school, like, here's a sphere of black powder with a wick standing out of it like bombs that he throws at characters. Um, the one time that my brother almost scored is he actually knocked down six of my guys with a bomb. Oh, wow. And then took took the ball and tried to run with it. Um, one of my little dudes tripped him on the way, though. So that was fun. That does um, not
1: sound very sportsmanlike. I I, I don't agree to this. Uh, no,
0: they're, they're they're called cheater units. I mean, that's exactly what
2: they're called. <laughs> Sportsmanship uh, has nothing to do with
1: this game. Of course,
0: no, no. And they they talk about so like uh, one of the uh, one of the strategies uh, of this game is called surfing. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but what you do is you sort of funnel an enemy to the sideline. And if you knock them out, if you ever go off of the sidelines, did that ever happen to you yeah, guys? Yes, so that is has yeah, I, I was
2: intentionally doing that in a lot of my campaign ones because they'd right. start out a couple on the sides and I'd kick out their guys and feed them to yeah. the fans.
0: Yeah, basically. And that can kill a person too. Like, the like player death by the ravenous fans is a thing. So, like, if you get knocked off the pitch or the, the field, uh, you can die or get injured or you're just off for the... The moment. Uh, so, yeah, being on the sidelines is a very big risk. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it might, when running with the ball, it, you know, it might be the best option.
1: Yeah, I... Uh, depends on... I've you. tried so hard to try and knock goblins off onto the side, but it, it, they would never go off. They'd always go off into, a, like, a diagonal, or they'd go backwards.
0: Yeah, there's, like, this is, a, I guess, a good opportunity to talk about the abilities and skills that that things have goblins so every unit has like well not every unit most units have some sort of unique ability or skill attached Mm -hmm. to them uh more expensive units have more abilities um sometimes with drawbacks if you ever played with a troll an ogre or one of the giant gigantosaurus crocodile dudes on the uh lizard man team they have drawbacks like stupid or stubborn or that kind of stuff where they have a random chance that they roll a 1 just start of their turn. You try to do something with that, they roll for stupid and they do nothing. <laughs> and it's just like, "Oh, okay. Cool." <laughs> they're basically just a pillar of don't come near my friends. Yeah, Essentially just like what a, happens.
2: Just a big lump standing in the middle of the field. Right, so like basically, whenever
0: you attack somebody, you're trying to break their defense. Which is this is all rolls. It's all RPG stuff too. So like, there's strength, which strength determines how much attack you have, and if you, if you exceed their their strength by X amount, um, you get to roll more dice and pick which dice do better. And the the dice are amazing. Getting getting a yeah. pal, which is just like the yellow explosion. Is no chance for them to do anything. They are knocked down. However, if you get a pow with an exclamation that's blue or you get a shove, the uh, what you're talking about with the goblins, they get to move around a bunch. Goblins by default have dodge, which means they get to pick the, the way they go instead of the attacker.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the so, ass.
0: <laughs> so what you have to do to serve a goblin is literally surround it on the top and the bottom and then push it off to the side. Because you have to give it no option to go somewhere else. <coughs> and so it's just harder to surf them. Um, yeah, a bunch of units are really... There's some really good abilities. Um, there is some great abilities on Trolls. Uh, do you guys see a Trolls at all? Um, They're on the Orc team. I don't remember. So they have the ability to throw teammates.
1: Oh, that's oh, amazing. Oh, that is so cool.
0: So a legit strategy in the Orc team, and this is I've done this several times is you have a front line of the orcs you have the troll in the back, which seems counterintuitive right because your troll is your one of your strongest dudes. What you really want is him to be uninterrupted because for every unit touching it makes it harder for you to do what you want to do It includes picking up the ball, defending anything. Mm-hmm. So and, and groups of units is what you want to always want to do is to sort of maximize your potential and minimize the enemy's potential for bad roles essentially. Um, You can pick up uh, anything that's small. So like the small lizard folk, the small goblins, any unit that's basically small and quick, right? And throw them as if they were a football. Now, there's two things you can do with this. You can throw them at an enemy with a high injury chance on both the enemy and your unit. Or you can throw them into an empty space and hope they land, in quotations. They do a good landing. So one of the strategies is to load up one of the goblins with a bunch of abilities to help them do this. Give them the ball. Run the ball to the ogre or the troll and throw the goblin past the defensive line. (laughs) And then if you're good enough, you can throw them like halfway down the opposing field. That is, It is possible to do a one-turn goal. And I have done it
2: just airdrop in a goblin with the with the ball.
0: Right. So what you do, it's 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 complicated because the goblin can't move before cuz so he has to be able to run into the end zone, right?
1: No lie, that is a fantastic he can't strategy. Ha- just 100%. It's,
0: it's, <laughs> so he has to have not moved. What has to happen is someone has to either catch or grab the ball and throw it to that goblin or hand it off. Um Which that has all sorts of mischances. Throwing is not very favored in this game. I don't know if you guys played it at all. Yeah. Um, I
2: until the like early in the campaign, they keep like things just automatically succeed and then they start introducing more mechanics, including the percentages on your passing. And I went from like heavily favoring a passing game to being like, nope, I'll do short, short passes only.
0: Yeah. Um, The elves are typically a good race for passing and catching. They have a lot of good passing traits. Um, The different races and different uh, teams have different abilities and different ways they work very well. So the orcs, their big lineup is, hey, we're bruisers and we're just going to run it down the field. But we do have the alternate option with the goblins that are runners uh, with the troll to throw them. There's like an alternate strategy in that. The saurians or the lizard men... Um, essentially work the same way without any option of throwing. You have the bruisers, which are the normal lizard men, a ton of the little dudes, and a couple big dudes, if you want. Um, Cause I think I had two Saurians on my team, or, or no, two. Maybe one. I don't know. Um, Saurians being the big ones, I think. No, I think Saurians are just the regular unit. The, the, the brawler kind. Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. We talked about the vampires... Vampires themselves have, like, eight abilities and they're incredibly strong. However, they must feed on something so you end up buying peasants to be on your team so they can kill the peasants on your team and keep going uh, in case they get thirsty. Stuff like that. It's just crazy, like, hey, we have to do this kind of things. Like I said, the cheating team of the goblins... um, there's some other ones, there's a lot of teams, right? There's Nords, there's... Yeah, like, there's uh,
2: them, I know, I saw that there was a Skaven, like, there's Amazons. Yeah. There's
0: Undead. Uh, the Undead teams are rough to deal with, because um, they're, like, some of the bigger Undead just have an aura of, everything sucks around me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your rate, your pass rate, your defenses, like, and those units are essentially useless, Except they're just a big obelisk of suck like around them. <laughs> so like all sorts of crazy stuff and then you get into mutants like you can mutate certain units. The Skavens actually have uh, access one of the few default teams that have access to mutations. Um, so you can get like a two-headed two-tailed rat that has like extra trip chances and that kind of stuff. It's insane. I, like I feel like I'm rambling this whole episode because there's so much to this game. It's and I love mm-hmm. it very deep. Yes, it's an extremely deep game. I do want to get into the tabletop. My brother actually has a set of four teams you can actually play in tabletop, um, but we've never got around to it. So we figured digital might be better, but we keep getting distracted with other games. So mm-hmm.
2: remove um, the distractions. Play it. Play at the kitchen table. It'll be fine.
0: Right. Um. <laughs> so yeah, it's so like, so like you guys both played through the campaign. Uh, I played through. I don't know if you can just shoot like the human campaign I, I think it might have been a thing oh you know what it's been a while i did play through the human campaign because it, it is the campaign you play as the humans. yeah the ones that i played as orcs i took through a season i yeah. took through seasons uh, offline that would you were asking about more awesome I made an orc team and just played on my own and that's that's the ones i did I forgot. I forgot about the campaign because I, I finished it pretty quickly. Honestly, yeah, it does not months.
2: take long.
0: And I played that game for months by myself. Even I didn't play with other people online. Um, and then of course I played off and on for this this we this month's episode. Um, so I feel like anyone who plays this game kind of gets the idea. It's a high strategy, high risk reward system. Um,
1: do do you guys feel like you would play this some more or like, Oh, absolutely. I'm definitely looking to trying to find different ways to be able to play this game because honestly, the, the tossing the little tiny minion into like the end zone while it's carrying the ball. Like that's just a genius strategy. I want to see if I can actually implement that and just cheese my way through if I can possibly do that. And yeah, I I actually want to be able to experience more of the game, especially like being able to knock out the opponents off to the sidelines to get eaten up by the uh, by the fan base, and yeah, you know if if I can have uh, if I can take more time to be able to play all the different races, like um, I can't remember if uh, if there are different types of elves. I think there are. There um, are there's
0: yeah. three different types. There's the dark, dark elves. elves. Yeah. There's the high elves. Wood there's elves? The Wood elves. Yeah,
1: wood elves. I saw they do like this weird nimble little flip over like units and stuff like that. I saw that weird thing. Um, that was pretty mm-hmm. cool to see. Like, um, I was watching a couple of games when I wasn't playing myself. But yeah, like, um, this one other guy he favored the lizard folk a lot because, like, despite not having any agility, they had like stupid amounts of strength. I think their weakest. Um, unit that was not a runner uh, had, like, four strength, which is, like, really high. Like, yeah, that's yeah, really it's the high. same as,
2: like, the orcs and the dwarves. Yeah. Actually, I think the or- some of the orcs might have even been three, but I know the dwarves are four because they're a pain in the butt to knock over. Oh, uh, did you guys run across the cheater unit of the dwarves?
1: I don't think so. Like, cheater units are totally new to me.
2: Yeah, I... Unless that only shows up like later in the campaign, I don't recall it. It probably shows
0: up later, but I, I don't know. I, it's been a long time that I've been sort of steeped in the, the game. So this may be stuff that doesn't show up in the base game. Um, but cheater, like I so the cheater, you know, it's like they'll get kicked off. Like once the transition to play happens, touchdown, halftime, quarter, change, yeah. anything, mm-hmm. they're gone. Red card immediately. Um, cheater unit for the dwarf, they actually take up four spaces. Oh what? my god! <laughs> Chunk- That's huge! Now, the dwarf is a normal sized dwarf. They're sitting in a steamroller oh. that has spikes on it. They call, oh it the go- they call it the Goblin Masher. They actually... <laughs> um, there's actually a thing in D&D of the same name called the Goblin Masher that, that dwarves use in tunnels with goblins. They just... Hitch up this like sort of wagon thing and just run this like steamroller with spikes down a down a hall. And oh, there's squish a, all the goblins. There's so leg. much
2: cool stuff like that. Oh my
1: god. Yeah. Oh, don't don't. Vernus has ideas. a whole bunch of
2: like weird vehicles and stuff like that too. Now.
1: Ah, uh, mm-hmm. now you're giving me like these horrible DM ideas where I just create like a vampire that's able to that's like a wizard that can stop time and then just comes in with like the goblin master just goes all roller! da. I just oh my god wizard monk yes that's gonna be my main bad guy for that series nice just make wizard. Dio yes oh my god we have to make Dio Brando i gonna work on that stat block right away when we're done
0: all right you guys lost me who the hell's Dio
1: oh Dio Brando from like so Jojo you
2: really want to uh If you ever decide that you want to watch a really ridiculous anime, we can get you covered. I don't think that's going to happen because I know you. Is this the
0: one where people say the to be continued thing comes from? Yes. uh, Yeah. yeah. uh, That's where that um, comes from.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Roundabout by yes. Okay.
0: My brother watched it uh, and I saw it a couple times. I remember hearing Dio and he's just like, what is that called?
2: It is over the
1: top and. It is so ridiculous. Truly, it is an adventure. (laughs) Should I tell him about, like, the Nazi cyborgs? Okay, so
0: it is... Yeah, JoJo's. JoJo's Bizarre... That's it. Oh, my God. (laughs)
1: It's a great show. I am... I don't like anime, but I am aware of anime. Like, oh my god. Like, there's a part where, like, this jerk... Wait, oh, I don't want to spoil it, but I want to tell you anyways, but, like, oh my god, there's so much... Tell me, because I'm not fucking watching. Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, so there's, like, this... Okay, so there's a a particular scene, I think it was in part two, where they had to deal with, like, these, like, ascended beings called Men. They were, like, capsulated in, like, stone pillars or whatever, and so, like, one of them gets, like, Mm -hmm. recovered by, like, these um, pre-Nazi, um, German, um, uh, scientists, like, soldiers group or whatever, in some secret organization. Anyways, like, they, uh, they bring him back to life, and then what happens is he gets loose by dislocating all of his bones, and then, like, slithering through, like, the air ducts, and he gets out, and so, like, the, uh, the main heroes had to, like, sneak into the German base to try and, like, stop, like, the one of the pillarmen and, um, there's a part where <laughs> um, Leo Reiser, you, you remember the staircase scene, right? where uh, where they have yes. to oh my god where they literally have to climb their way up and it's so funny like the the german nazi guy he's got like his leg grabbed or whatever he's like ah oh, my leg and he's like jojo you're gonna have to cut off my leg and he's like i can't do it he's like do it and so like grabs like this battle axe i can't remember where from and he just chops his leg off and the german nazi he's like so badass he's just like he's he just, just like ah gets up Opens up the the doorway, lets in some sunlight because apparently pillar men are turned to stone whenever they're caught in sunlight but yeah um and oh my god it was just the most ridiculous thing so then like pillar man decides in order to be able to escape the sunlight he decides to crawl slither up into that the nazi germans like injury like where his leg was chopped up and he's like oh my god he's inside of me whatever and then so he decides he's gonna like take a grenade and he's gonna blow himself up while he's in the middle of the daylight whatever to try and stop the pillar man it was like the most ridiculous thing the minute he comes back after being blown to smithereens, he's a cyborg Nazi now with like a machine gun turret belly. The most amazing it's an adventure. <laughs> the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I I just don't <laughs> Fortune's like, You lost me. Oh my god it, it is so is insane. This, is this with
0: the stuff that One Punch Man makes fun of and makes it actually funny? Mm, like... No,
1: I don't I don't think so.
0: Because isn't that what Genos is? Don't, you have to say his name that way, Genos. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> one month match is very good. Yeah, it is. But that's that's the only one I'm super into. So <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's Sorry. a gag. It's a gag series, which is all right. But I mean, like, it's weird with JoJo. Like, there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens that it, like it's a serious show but at the same time it's just so out there like, with like whatever happens like whether it be Dio's vampire abilities like where he like just instantly like freezes people's body parts because like he's able to like <sighs> what is it he does again like it's it's something that he ha- does with his blood i can't remember what it is but you like it's an intentionally over the top y- show Yeah, and like he's... it it plays
2: itself seriously and plays it straight on like one punch man where it's a
1: parody but mm-hmm. it is intentionally over the top it is intentionally over the top and like <laughs> oh my god like there's so many characters with like um uh like uh, musician or like artist um uh, associated names like what was it uh oh, that uh, Zeppeli guy zeppelin led zeppelin um yeah mm-hmm. he one of the guy's
2: name is um literally his name is. REO Speedwagon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's literally his name. REO Speedwagon. <laughs> and then, oh, what is another one? Um, uh, Dio is, so of course, Dio Brando. And then, of course, there's Vanilla Ice. And, he, and, of course, his stand is named Cream. So, of course, Vanilla Ice Cream. Oh, my God. And it's. Uh, I think all the three Pillar Men, one of them is called ACDC. Another one's is Cars. Literally the band name Cars. And then another one, Wamu, which is just Japanese for wham. Mm. And like, oh man, okay, so, so much crazy stuff. Great show.
0: So, uh, so, so back to Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like, uh, do, do you guys like? Okay, so we kind, ca- we kind, ca- like, I feel like we kind of ran out of stuff to say pretty quick on this one because honestly, it's a pretty straightforward game, even though it's kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: Because it's literally just American football with orcs and elves, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I would. I will definitely play more of it as just like a game to have. It's, you know, going to be in that Slay the Spire back pocket of, you know, I want to do something different than, you know, my main games. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, like you're saying, we got the Legendary Edition because it was, you know, a steal of a deal for everything. Yeah. What was it? It was right. like
1: $40 for all of it together for like. Yeah, it was like
2: $30, $40. Bucks, and it has like. I know the, it added six teams on top of all of the other DLCs. So there's probably, like... Yep. There's something like 18 or 20 options in there right now. Or yeah. Some nonsense. Yep. Each of the teams plays differently. So, like, I can easily hop in, grab a different team for a couple games just to see how I like them. Try launching a goblin or apparently dropping in a steamroller and just keep, you know, play a couple <laughs> yeah. games of that and do it. Yeah. Like, the mechanics are intuitive. They're a little like finicky to get used to but it's not like oh this doesn't make sense it's oh i need to pick up the ball i can throw it to guys trying to run past people means i might trip stuff like that like things that
1: make sense for a football game i'm literally playing this right. game on a macbook pro that is 7 years old it's it's good like if i can play it on like a 7 year old computer with just like the little touchpad in front no mouse and I say it's good, that Ooh. means something. It's it's Ooh, dec- that, it's a that really that drives decent game. me
0: nuts, Morg. My skin is. Crawling. You should see <laughs> me trying to play
1: Starcraft
2: oh. with a touch control. Like it's awful. What? I played Starcraft two with a touchpad for a bit, and I will what? never do that again. It is what? horrendous.
0: How? I, not, not only are you gaming on a Mac, okay? Like that just that just hurts me to begin. My with. I'll like, be honest,
1: my micro but, is terrible. <laughs> I I wonder why.
0: Uh, and then you don't even have a mouse. Like, oh man, oh dude, I, I kid you not. So, so some, some like real life story talk here. Like, um, we so my work, my, my family business, we go onto job sites with our laptops to help fix people's PLCs, right? And PLCs are process logic controller, basically comp, uh, computers for mach- assembly lines, mm-hmm. right? Yeah and they don't have a lot of brains doing them. They're literally do this thing, tell the robot to go here, do this, do this. And they have this thing called ladder logic. That's super fast. It's like better than assembly. As far as like sim uh, like, uh, speed of coding. Goes, yeah. Right. Or speed of the computer reading it. Um, they want to do, and I kid you not everything without a mouse, because we go into environments like, I don't know, a machinery factory where there's literally particles of, of, Steel in the air, or uh, a lot. Where a lot of our big customers are sawmills, so there's sawdust everywhere, right? And they say a mouse doesn't work in that environment. I'm like, I don't care. I need a mouse because I'm not sitting here scrolling through 300 lines of ladder logic with no mouse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: Like, oh man, it drives me nuts. And then you're like, yeah, I totally game on that. I'm like, ugh, god. I just feel my my body collapsing into a black hole of just like, no. You should
1: have been there for when I had to play Massive Chalice that way. I gotta tell you, fun stories. At least that's turn-based. It is. I mean, like, yeah, turn-based games not Just just
0: like Blood Bowl, we do a lot of turn-based in Rogue. We We need to do some shooters, guys.
1: Yes, we do. I'll get a controller for that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for not hurting my soul. <laughs> I think I got an old Logitech um, so, line around somewhere, maybe.
0: I've got like seven. I'll mail one. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> take
2: up take up the morgue mouse donation. Yes. Yeah.
1: Send it <laughs> to Postbox Office. Seven 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 site. and the postal code is. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, not gonna give away my postal code to anybody. Oh my god, I'm gonna get so much hate mail.
0: I mean, you could do a PO box; those are
1: safe. Maybe, right? Maybe. That's the point of a PO box. And, I mean, that's what they're for. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, oh, what did they send me in the mail? It's like, oh, they sent me a, a an envelope full of dog poop. Oh, great! I love, I love hate mail. <laughs>
0: Oh jeez, I don't think. I mean, I don't even get hate mail on on uh, email or you know like messages or stuff. the The most I get like feedback wise is like when I do my D anD D articles, and it's like I chalk it up to hashtag not my monster. Literally, like the the most aggravating comments I get on anything ever is the like uh, I did like an article on orcs actually, and uh, they were like, "Well, what about gay orcs?" and I'm like. I don't know if you want orcs that are, you know, homosexual in your campaign, then that's fine. Do that. I didn't do that here. Sorry. Like, <laughs> And like, they were like, you should have done that. And I'm like, mm, I'm the writer. No, <laughs> <but> I didn't. <laughs> no. Like, and then like, I, so I got into this, this habit of every time someone says, but I do this instead of actually adding the conversation. Like, Oh, that's cool. Here's what I do. And I'm like, Hashtag not my orc or hashtag not my, insert monster <laughs> here, like that's the only bad thing that I ever get. Like I don't think I've ever got some you know some real negative feedback on the podcast.
2: Oh, you had going going to one be friend tell me so many hashtag not my karens to me. I'm not.
0: Oh,
1: yes. I don't know about that not yes. my Kieran thing. I don't know what it is about that, but it seems like it's
0: oh so you you are one of the people that voted for Kieran, aren't oh, you? Oh but what aren't
2: about you? the Rajang? I I don't care if this monkey doesn't exist in D and we I we're gonna have some talk about.
1: It. <laughs> I want Rajang okay. as
2: soon as you put that as an option in the poll, I was like, uh, mm, "Oh yes, it, I know which one I'm I, voting that's, for." I put the <laughs> that sizzling hot jang the sausage poll
0: up there. <laughs> so like, so I'm actually working on a different one, and that poll is for the one that's next, right mm-hmm. uh, after the one I'm working on. And um, I put Kieran on there, and I'm thinking this is the D and D crowd. Kieran is like, because Kieran's a thing in D and D. It's been in Oriental Adventures at least since three five. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if it's been an earlier because I, I never got any of the Oriental Adventures. And I think that would have been second edition if it was there because um, I don't think there was an advanced Dungeons and Dragons that had Oriental Adventures. Anyways, um, so I was thinking D&D Kieran, right? Now, this did come up because on my list because I was pretty frustrated with the Kieran versus Rajong bullshit that Capcom did, but um and i still call it bullshit and i stand by that and i don't care if it's official or not suck it but uh, uh, <laughs> She's never gonna let it go <laughs> it's, uh,
1: it's okay i am not it's no. okay. um never
0: <laughs> uh so like and it was like oh now i'm gonna put kieran on my list of ecologies that i want to do and i put that out there and i came i didn't even l- watch the poll as it was going i just put it three days came back on twitter and and sure enough like nine votes seven of them are kieran and i'm like fuck <laughs> <laughs> i just i wanted to really do like the axe beak or the displacer beast like like one of those more like i don't know i consider the axe beak one of the classic D monsters it was in and D for a long, uh from the start but um axe beaks are diatrema, if you're familiar yeah um mm-hmm. Anyone watch 10,000 BC? They're the big birds that they run into in the grassy fields. The killer Um,
1: birds!
0: Right, like, they're actual living animals. You know, D&D always has dinosaurs and that stuff, too. Um, So, uh, you guys... And, of course, people pick Kieran because of the Monster Hunter thing I do. Because I do the Twitter for both D&D and the podcast. And I was like, fuck, I shouldn't have put Kieran there. Because that, that, that was just like a pure, like, vote for me button. I just knew it. And I was just like, Tch. and now everyone's going to get mad. And, of course, I'm going to do what I always do and put a little, hey, this kind of Kieran or this possible reaction. You know what, guys? No. A little bit of spoilers for the Kieran article. It's going to fucking murder Rajongs. It's going to, there's going to be just piles of Rajongs. They're going to be kira rajong eating kieran no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the definitive
2: kieran edition
0: right no no i mean i'm not gonna do that but like yeah so we're like way off topic because i think yeah. we we have run out of blood bowl too to talk about just it's, play the game guys it's like, fun it's, it's just, just there's no story yeah. but
2: you don't need a story for it it's just like mm-hmm. it's like all, the madden games or any of that like you pop on you play something fun you can manage a team like it's your stories
0: good. are essentially the, the great plays, what happens to your team. I mean, it's obviously not as exciting as following a real football team, obviously, because, you know, it's in real time, and it doesn't take... Well, it does take four hours to play a game. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's they, not
1: rugby, but, I uh, mean, you know, it's football, you know? If you, if you like fantasy I, football, and if you like a fantasy setting, you know, this is your bread and butter. I mean, like... It's hard for me to, to, to say, like, I don't know, people
0: who are playing football probably won't enjoy this as much, but people who enjoy both, like, strategy RPG and football might enjoy this. Or Warhammer. It's got some great lore stuff. I mean, all these things are existent in the Warhammer universe. Like, it's a
2: thing. Like, yeah, it, it's a solid game. Like, yeah, the individual matches can take a little while, so yeah. like it's not like a five-minute pickup game, but...
1: Correct. I'll, I'll. Like, you can knock one out in like thirty minutes to an hour. To be very clear, though, you know, it's nothing like Shaq Fu. Okay, it does not fall into the ass crack between the cheek of basketball fans and the cheek of fighting game fans. Like that game did. Like that game was absolute trash. This game, it takes two concepts that really shouldn't really fit together, puts them together, and somehow it makes something that's actually really, really decent. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I
0: mean it's it's very well crafted and it's had a lot of iterations of rules before it became a video game. Um, it also had a moderately successful Blood Bowl one mm-hmm. uh, before, uh, and yeah, Blood Bowl two. I'm looking forward to see if they make another one uh, and like an updated game. I doubt it would play much differently. Um, yeah. Um, but if I were to pick that up, I would. Hopefully it would be on Switch. Honestly,
2: mm-hmm. Switch is just, a lot easier a to solid manage. Console.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and I was saying this on our our episode, little plug for episode 100 of the Hunters Hub. We had Eric's on, and I was saying this during the, to that episode is the Switch is amazing in its portability. There are some exceptions in which I will not play on the Switch because I just feel that that game deserves not deserves. The Switch is a great system. Um I feel that I don't want to have that in and out gameplay that a Switch gives. Yeah you know what I mean I want to have that I'm sitting down, I'm immersed, I'm playing. And I feel even though I own Doom twenty sixteen on my Switch, um, I never completed it on my Switch. I actually completed it on PS four. Mm-hmm. Um I am going to be playing Doom Eternal on PC. Um I will probably have to get a more RAM. Like I have two extra slots on my computer for ram i just haven't used yet i will probably have to do that <laughs> um but like the switch for all intents and purposes if you're not asking to be entirely immersed if you can switch it on <laughs> just you sort of turn your immersion on and off easily it's a great system um and the only game that i have seriously said i am not playing it on the switch specifically is the doom eternal right
1: now yeah well like for the size that it is it's actually quite a powerhouse unit. i mean like it has about i mm-hmm. think it has the operating power of equivalent to like a ps3 but in a handheld device that's pretty impressive for nintendo
2: oh yeah it yeah it runs pretty solid
0: what do you mean by 4, Nintendo? Everyone knows the GameCube was the strongest one of that generation.
1: Ah, the purple lunchbox. Was, I loved it. That generation was just solid in general. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm saying that, and I'm saying that it sounds like a joke, but no, the GameCube really was more powerful than the, <laughs> the PS2. <laughs> yeah. It just was. It's so funny. I... Yep. But it had the, the micro disc, and then, like, dude, Nintendo has a way of shooting their self in the foot every time. <laughs> 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 they've got the funds for
2: innovation and sometimes that innovation goes wrong or
0: just a bad naming convention Looking at you we you. we yeah no like, i just yeah oh okay so um uh, i guess we'll start talking about our next game um so the next game we're going to play is actually an open beta so much like uh noita it's a early access in quotations it's not early access that means something else but you know pre-launch game which is the legends of runeterra uh anyone other than me play a significant amount of league of legends I, leo i think you did right yes
2: uh i've been playing league since season one I've... okay
0: i started in and out in season three and i took a long hiatus long, yeah like, i think my wife uh, and i just
2: didn't play like season six uh i will be the first to it's admit probably that where i, I dropped little, out. Uh, i occasionally get a little tilted at that game a little brings out some of the less savory aspects of the leo personality so but that's why i step away from it because i don't like getting mad
0: sometimes like when things get stressful i can get pretty mad at a game and i yeah. don't like that about it.
2: nope i feel that. um
0: <laughs> and i and i take that life stress into the game and then yeah it gets all messy However, Hecarim for the win. All the day. All day, every day. Favorite uh, character. My Smurf
2: down. account is named after a My Little Pony character, and I only played Hecarim on it for four seasons straight. It was nice. an absolute delight.
0: Uh, I also love Skarner. Yes, I know he's trash, and no one should ever play him. Fuck that. I'm going to kidnap people in the bush and kill them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, People don't expect the Skarner. is actually super strong on ARAM, which is like most what I mostly play. Yeah. Because um, uh, Skarner can engage, drop out, pull someone under tower, and everyone just beat the shit out of them. And you're like, you just lost a character. Fight us. 5v4. And you're like, hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, I could not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, so Legends of Runeterra is their new card game. Correct, Ooh. yes. I. Yeah, so it's a card game version of league of legends now this is crazy because it's part of their big effort of riot to sort of expand out from their only game for a long time which was league of legends
2: um they however four games for their 10-year anniversary
1: wow
0: yeah
2: so it was a fighting game legends of ruterra the
0: team fight tactics and it was i think a mobile game of some kind oh mobile okay um by the way, they're all League of Legends. Yeah, universe, it's all bit.
2: League characters. It's all from Riot Games, and yeah,
0: it's it's cool because they know what they're doing. with League, right? Yeah. I mean, League is there's a reason why League has been the most popular video game period for the past I don't know seven eight years. Yeah, I think it was is. only two years in where it, where it trumped WoW.
2: Yeah, it like the other things like might dip up briefly, but it has been like the only big consistent one at its level. Like right. filling sports-sized stadiums in Korea. Oh, dude! Level. Speaking
0: of the Super Bowl and that kind of stuff, you know, tangential to Blood Bowl D- League, uh, what season three yeah. destroyed the Super Bowl in
2: viewership? Yep, it did. Um, and I think season three was when they had Imagine Dragons just make a song for the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which so the- yeah. Cover of for this year by Two Way was fantastic. Just saying.
0: Now, now it is 100 owned by the Chinese government. Mm. <laughs> I mean, 10 Cent owns things. Like, yeah, I'm no, not, I, I don't know. I'm just a, it's just a political jab. I'm sorry. Does tencent <laughs> own a majority of Riot? Oh yeah, they do. They I, do. I didn't know. I if think it's hundred majority shareholder I, or what? I think it's a hundred percent of Riot. Um so
2: but they're able to do their own thing and operate outside of just 10 Tencent's pretty good about that from what i've seen
0: yeah they they invest
2: in a lot of games to be like hey you keep doing your thing and we'll like essentially take your base code and make a chinese version or something
0: right and we're just gonna make money off of you have fun yeah (laughs) um so yeah uh i am not super familiar um so i've actually got back into league very recently within the past month um coincidentally before any had any idea of playing legends of ruterra for the show um i had no intention of playing legends of ruterra because i've been off of my magic kick for a while i mean i still play commander obviously but um so d- combining magic the gathering with league of legends two games in which i can get angry and competitive
2: we'll see how this goes yeah <laughs> no it's um i've i've played some i'll save most of my thoughts for the next one but it it runs smooth uh I found out about it because within an hour of them announcing that there was a closed beta you could sign up for, my best friend called me and was like, you have played every other BS card game that I've ever seen announced. Why are you not already signed up for this? Mm. Um, it. I yeah. would heavily recommend anyone wanting to play along, play along with this one if you like card games. It's, uh, yeah, it's like definitely solid. Games. It has the polish of Riot behind it. Which is good, right?
0: Because the only other one that can say that, having a polish behind it, is Hearthstone. Hearthstone uh, I remember Arena's, Hearthstone, yeah. Arena is caught up, but yes. Uh, um, yeah, Arena has, and I would say even Gwent to an extent is uh, polish, right? It's yeah. good. Um, I'm not a big
2: fan of Gwent in general. The um, The turn structure was just real was unintuitive to me for Gwent. Like, I liked that they did something different, but it was just something that my head did not like to wrap around.
0: Yeah, it's a little complicated
2: at first. Also,
0: I find it... Now, don't get me wrong. This probably isn't how it came to be, but having played The Witcher 1, where when you sleep with a girl in the game, you get a card of them, and those cards kind of ended up being Gwent, doesn't look good. Just, uh... Yeah, it doesn't look good. Yeah, that was a little (laughs) weird. (laughs) Mm, I don't know if they did that in The Witcher 2. Obviously, Gwent came out of Witcher 3.
2: Where just everyone then, wants to play it.
0: Right. Mm, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for, uh, for tonight, guys. Uh, so join us in Legends of Ruterra for the month of uh, February. I almost said October for some reason. What the?
2: I would Anyways. be real concerned if we waited all the way to October. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bit of a stretch.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to be playing Legends of Ruterra, and we'll uh hopefully everyone will play along we'll have a good uh time with that so uh that said thank you guys for listening this is Fortwan. you can catch me at Hunters sub pod on twitter and you'll probably see me talking about fire emblem a bit because uh i have thoughts and it's really fucking long uh
2: <laughs> so i'll see you guys in the next quest and on that quest where we be leo uh, you can find me on twitter at the leo riser and uh mostly i tweet about magic stuff on there because that's what I do a lot of, and I will also mm-hmm. randomly be complaining about Fiora.
0: I like Fiora. She's really good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I haven't have played anything but Aram, and she's not super great on that as far as I know.
1: She's very uh, good in
2: Legends of Runeterra.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Morg, what about you? Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at MorganHay3. Uh, for those of you who do follow me, you know what I'm all about. And for those of you who haven't, Oh, you're in for a treat. That's all I can say.
0: <laughs> it's a good sell. Sell them on mystery. And then they see a bunch of cat tweets. I'm sorry, spoiler. Oh,
1: gosh darn <laughs> it. His entire
0: his entire persona not, explained. I mean, the you mystery did have revealed. a very lengthy conversation, which you'll have to summarize to me, because I'm not reading it all with Ace Badger. A while ago, because I was like, what? Huh? And I got... I, got, I was added in the original tweet, so I got every single reply.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to take you out of the tag, yeah. Yeah, it was basically him just being like, tournament. And I'm like, tournament? How much? And he's like, not worth it. And I'm like, how much? And he's like, $800 where I'm at. And I'm like, no can do. Not a thing. Not going to happen. See, thanks.
0: I love, I, I love that I don't have to read that now. Nothing against you two, but I was like, I don't even know what's going on here. <laughs> I, sh-
1: <laughs> I am lost and confused. Send help.
2: Yeah. They're, they're literally <laughs>
1: having like a, some sort of a monster hunter fest in, um, in America where they're going to be doing like tournaments, uh, to, for like time attacks. I think it is. Oh, is this the, yeah, the time attack. Uh, this
0: is the second annual one. Um, uh, virtue. Yeah. Does it. Virtue was on the team, brother virtue. Uh, might have to talk to him then because that was actually a really fun episode to talk to them about. Um, Time the time attack stuff is actually pretty cool. I do
1: so yeah, we'll I do g- like a good time attack where they have like really good strategies for that. But yeah. We'll talk about that later.
0: Oh yeah, and also fun fact, we were one of their sponsors. We we're actually on their show. Oh no way. Oh, nice. Their team their team jersey. NATO. The little hunters hub sign is in a, is part of the official logo. We didn't like monetarily sponsor them, but we did promote them. Never fall, never fall. Neat. Yeah. Cool. Uh, thanks for listening,
2: guys. Later. Bye.